This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome back to another episode of the 343 Podcast. And I want to start by saying thank you for listening and for giving us your attention. We really appreciate it. And we know that your time is valuable, and we couldn't be more thankful to have you here with us. So because your time is so valuable, I wanted to switch things up today and just throw in a quick episode, but a potent episode that you can always revisit uh, whenever you want, whenever you need a, a quick dose of the 343 podcast. This is going to be a good one to come back to. I've done this before in the past where I've read some previously published articles stuff that was published by Gary Kleiben on 343coaching.com. That stuff makes for great content for this podcast, and that is exactly what I'm going to do today. And I'm going to talk about a topic that means a lot to me, that I know means a lot to Gary, and I know means a lot to a lot of you that are listening to this podcast. So the topic today is going to be a quick lesson on just how important promotion and relegation is and some of the economic drivers behind that pay-to-play system. So uh, what you are about to hear is an article, like I just said, that was written and published by Gary Kleiben on 343coaching.com. And this is going to live here for as long as it needs to live here for. So it can be revisited, shared, uh, listened to again. It's going to be here for you. So I hope that you enjoy this quick potent episode of the 343 podcast. Pay to play and the link to promotion relegation. First, let's get something straight. Pay-to-play will always exist because there will always be a demand for such services. Not to mention services and infrastructure are not free, and so must have a business model supporting the expenses. Now that we have that out of the way, let's properly contextualize. Pay-to-play is an identified problem because it filters out talent from reaching the higher levels of the game. Now let me read that again. Pay-to-play is an identified problem because it filters out talent from reaching the higher levels of the game. It's the higher levels. That is the context. If we were winning World Cups and our first division were home to Champions League caliber clubs, hardly a soul would be talking about pay-to-play being an issue. So it's not the elimination of club fees for the average player that we are talking about. It's first and foremost the potential pro talent that needs a frictionless path. But, much like everything in the world, soccer services are not a charity, nor should they be. There are bills to be paid. So how do the bills get paid? And how do service providers, like clubs and coaches and so many others, get compensated if players don't pay to play? Well, I'll give you some examples from the rest of the world. One, if the players turn pro for the club's first team, 
it does not have to purchase a player from another club. Two, if the player turns pro for the club's first team, he can then be sold to another club. And three, solidarity payments and training compensation. With those things in mind, currently only MLS franchises have a decent incentive to form youth academies that are free. And they have. A plus for the country? Of course. But there's a mere 20 MLS teams in a country with 320 million people and a landmass the size of Europe. So please don't ever cite MLS academies as remotely solving the pay-to-play problem. It's a blip. But what if there were 40 teams? Nope. No, no, no. Stop. So how can this get scaled to properly cover the entire country? Promotion and relegation in our professional soccer. If we had an open pyramid like the rest of the world, where clubs can merit their way up and down the soccer hierarchy, that shifts the incentives and alters the pay-to-play club soccer business model. That bursts open the three revenue-generating incentives outlined just before for thousands of existing youth clubs and all of our lower division pro and semi-pro clubs. What ProRail can do is give existing youth clubs an incentive to form their own first teams and aspire to something beyond their perpetual cast as youth club. If even a small fraction of the thousands of clubs in our country did this, that significantly expands the free-to-play incentive footprint in our country. Similarly, what ProRail can do is give existing lower division clubs, for example, the old NASL, USL, NPSL, well, can give those the incentive to form their own free-to-play or heavily subsidized youth academies. With the closed market system, a cash system, which we currently have, only one company, MLS, can benefit from its 20 franchises offering free-to-play teams. So let's see. That's 20 franchises times three academy teams per franchise, U14, U16, U18, and say 20 players per roster. That's roughly 1,200 players in our nation that can consistently count on not having to pay to play. Is that enough? What is? Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 Podcast. I know this one was a quick hitter, so if you want more episodes of the 343 Podcast, you can find that at 343coaching.com, and that is also where you can find more information about how you can support and help fund this podcast, and I'm talking specifically about our coaching education program that we offer. So we actually offer two programs. We offer a free program that is a great introduction to the 343 methodology. If you are brand new to us, I highly suggest checking that out. And we also offer our premium program, which is a much, much, much deeper dive into the methodology, the proven methodology that 343 offers. So if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, and if you've already gone through the free course, well, maybe it's time that you check that out. You can find all of that at 343coaching.com. That's the numbers 343coaching, all spelled out, .com. 
But before you go, I want to leave you with a testimonial from Tom Beyer about his experience going through one of our online courses. So here's Tom. And I can tell you, after someone who's done a lot of coaches' education, both as a student and as an instructor, that you will learn more by watching one or two of their videos that you might learn on any full-time course. Because the, the one thing that I liked about what they're presenting is, again, it's simplicity, man. It's very simple. It's not a lot of, you know, complicated words. It makes sense. And it goes right directly to the heart of, of, of the game on, on, on how to, how to develop, um, not just, you know, individual players, but develop teams as well. Once again, you can find all of that information by visiting 343coaching.com. That's the numbers 343coaching, all spelled out, dot com. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.